0: And welcome to the DIY Photo Organizing Podcast, focusing on topics to help you with your photo management. I am Chantelle from Photos in Order. And I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. Hi, Fiona, how are you? <laughs> Really well, and how are you? I'm very good.
1: (laughs) Excellent.
0: We've got a good topic today, I think. Yeah, Mm, (laughs) absolutely. What are we talking about, Fiona? Oh,
1: today we are talking about artwork. Mm. So all types of artwork. We are talking about... Usually when people talk about artwork, they think just kids' artwork, but this really is a category we're going to talk about today about all kinds of different types of things, anything that's not photos, really. Mm -hmm. Um, So that could include kids' artwork, um, even from the first little scratchings of your, your youngest one holding their first, you know, piece of anything and... Making marks on paper um, all the way up to doodles through, you know, preschool and into kindergarten and up and, you know, on paper, but also sculptures and different types of um, 3D things that kids make. And then even adult artwork, people that start getting into their, you know, into drawing or have continued on with their artwork into, um, you know, becoming an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, Even, uh, Chantille, things like doodling. Some people do phenomenal doodles.
0: That's right, yeah. (laughs) Which is so
1: beautiful (laughs) and they're so, you know, worthy of, you know, producing and doing something with them um so yeah we can talk all about that kind of stuff and what do we do with them
0: yeah because it can add up it's piles and piles especially with young kids yes
1: (laughs) yes and sometimes they just get thrown out without even you know thinking what you know what you could have done with them so we're here to enlighten everybody and Mm -hmm. just give some options and thoughts into what to do with artwork So jumping on in, I think the first thing, Chantelle, that we could talk about is scanning. Mm -hmm. So we want to create a digital copy Mm -hmm. of the artwork. So then we've got a lot of flexibility with the types of things that we can do with the artwork. Mm -hmm. And then we can make some decisions on what to actually do with the artwork itself,
0: Yes, yeah. So,
1: yeah, so what um, What I would say about the scanning options is there's a few different options that people are, people have. Mm-hmm. We could look at um, using camera scanning, yep. um, which gives a lot of flexibility for the types of pieces that we're scanning. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the flatbed scanner mm-hmm. um, that people, if someone's got that at home or you can get someone to do that professionally for you um and then also you could use some apps on the phone have you had experience with any of those types of things or those three or is there anything else that you can think of
0: um experience I would say most of the scanning I did with a camera but with a real camera um not with the phone camera I did try out a couple of apps that are made for that specific reason to you know scan or digitize your artwork and then with the app you can create photo books directly yep. um i have tried that a few years back but look it's just not the same scanning quality having said mm-hmm. that obviously it's better than nothing but yeah i'm not a huge fan plus then the photos sit in the cloud somewhere and i'm not even sure whether you can get them out of there uh, whether you can download them i think you can but i'm not sure mm. so in terms of quality i would definitely go camera or the flatbed i've used the flatbed for those things that are no bigger than a4 and flat obviously yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep, um, yep, yep. yeah how about you yeah look i've
1: got the the large A3 flatbed scanner, mm-hmm. so I, I've definitely used that for for even just for my own stuff, and also for some clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always use the the larger one, the larger flatbed. Um, and and look, I think traditionally your artwork, you know, kids at school bring home those big sheets of oh, you know no. butcher paper that they get very creative on. Um, one thing I'd be very cautious of is. Um, a lot of those kinds of things, different materials are used and stuck on and things can fall off and, and the paint,
0: yeah.
1: like I've found too when, I, when I've used that, um, can crack and, you know, leave specks and things like that on the scanner. So I'm just very yeah. cautious and delicate with, that, with a scan just to make sure that I take care of the equipment that yes. I'm using yeah. as well as the artwork itself.
0: Yeah, that reminds um, me of these pasta mm. pictures they bring home. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Ah
1: yes. The joys the joys of the kids <laughs> at work and the necklaces with all the yeah. mm. I love it. It's great, and they make beautiful artwork pieces, like creative yes. display pieces. Yes. They really do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and we're going to talk about that in a moment, but we won't. I won't jump ahead. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So for the for the scanning, for the creating a digital copy of of that artwork, mm-hmm. really, camera scanning is a is a beautiful way um, to not. Have to move that piece around Mm. if it's delicate. Mm -hmm. So it is, you know, you could use a light box behind to get, you know, a completely white background. There's a lot of options out there. Mm -hmm. So it can be quite an expensive setup with the camera scanning if you don't have a digital camera, you know, a high quality camera. Mm -hmm. So um, that might be restrictive for some people, but. It's um, you know, if it, it's definitely going to give you the option without having to lay it flat, turn it upside down and, and lay it onto a flatbed. Mm. I'd also say if you are using a flatbed, don't put the lid down on it if that's something, you know, that that would definitely flatten it. Sometimes you do want that. Yeah. You just need to take a little bit more care than just regular photos, mm. I think is what I would say with the scanning side of things. Mm. But yeah, I've definitely use, um, done uh, artwork pieces, and they're beautiful. They're great, and you know, you've just dropped down the year and the you know yeah. which child did the, did the piece. Yes, <laughs> um, that's where keywords can come in because um, that's obviously well, often that's on the back of the of the piece, yeah. and um, very quickly that could be forgotten it's not as easy to to do a you know investigation yeah <laughs> on you know what clothes are they wearing and what hairstyles is that and you know yeah. different <laughs> things in the background of the photo it's harder to to time stamp them
0: yeah <laughs> i know i hate that our school never put a timestamp on the drawings and or the the artwork and the stuff came home, like, at the end of the school year. So at least you knew in which year it was produced, but that that was about it usually.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. But, you yep. know, who cares, like, 50 years than the track? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good to know, but it's not, you know, don't get hung up on that. So did yeah. we have, we because we're talking quite a bit about camera scanning, and, and I've used my own little DSLR can I say my own little DSLR camera to digitize artwork. Um, So do we have a few tips if somebody doesn't have the professional camera scanning setup, which hardly anybody has except, you know, professionals. Um, So what, what can we share there? So, Yeah, look,
1: definitely looking into, there are some phone apps out Um, there that are specifically for scanning artwork. mm -hmm. And while I still would recommend a higher resolution than Mm -hmm. using your phone, it's an option for people. And they link into being able to create different creative displays and things like that. Mm. So, there are some out there and I think capturing the piece in a digital form is better than losing that.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: And I would really encourage people to actually just grab a snapshot of of what it is mm. before you just toss it. Like even just um, you don't know really where your kids' artwork could take them. There are so many beautiful artists mm. out there and they started somewhere and their yeah. artwork. <laughs> I'm sure is is precious for, for early pieces that they did and just exploring with their yeah. different techniques and designs and style and materials that they've used and things like that. So
0: yeah.
1: I would just you know and I actually really unfortunately didn't do a lot of this when my kids were really mm. young and I and I really wish I had of. Yeah. So I mm. and and so, I would really encourage people that it, that haven't done that, mm. just to even take a photo with your phone. Like you yeah. know that we're not big on phone apps, and no. and really are not. But but I would just encourage you to just keep them aside, and when you're going through all of your photos, you can do deal with the artwork then and get them scanned properly. Mm-hmm. But at least take take some yeah. snaps of them.
0: Yeah. When I did, uh, what I learned when I did mine with the proper camera but it's the same really for the phone I uh, found that it comes out best working with natural light so Mm. you know close to a window but not necessarily with you know the sun shining in directly (laughs) Um, but natural light worked best for me and also trying to avoid shadows and glare um, mm-hmm. th- sometimes Absolutely. depending on, on what they used in terms of you know paint or whatever sometimes you can get a bit of a glare so it, it's it's good to pay attention to that as well and you know angles make sure that you're right at, over it um, to take so, so I usually put mine on the yeah. on the floor. Yep. Um. And then talk to photo. So, like, you know, don't hold your camera in a weird angle because then you don't get the full, the, the right picture. Yeah, I don't know how to it. put it.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, you can do that better. Even, even grab a, um, a big cardboard or something yes. of a solid colour yes. that you can put underneath it. Mm-hmm. And, and even if you just use that one piece of cardboard, mm. the same on every time you, you, yes. you know, just sl- slip it behind a, a couch or something somewhere yeah. And, yeah. and pull it out when you're going to take some photos yeah. of the artwork. So it's just the same mm. coloured background. Mm. Um, just makes it easy to crop out in the end if you're going to use yeah. it or just have, you know, keep it. Um, but the best time of the day, I'm sure people probably already know this, but in case they don't just, um, if they're doing it outside, just, you know, dusk or dawn are the best times without the sun rising. Mm-hmm. It's not dark. It's not really bright yet. Um, they're perfect times of the day to take some photos like that because you just don't have the natural, you know, you just don't have the, the um, shadows, mm. you do um, but you've got enough. Um, beautiful natural light mm-hmm. that then the full colours are going to come out of the yeah. piece that you're taking. So And not
0: just um, those shadows sometimes and I I fell into that trap a few times. I took yeah. the photo the scan and then later I realised that I can see the shadow of my camera. Yep. On, the, you know, on the photo yes. <laughs> so I learned to pay attention to that because sometimes it's so focused on maybe a specific spot in that painting or whatever it is and we don't realize that you know in the left bottom corner there's a shadow of the camera or of ourselves or whatever yes <laughs> so yeah I um I learned the hard way <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So, That's true. so we've. I got, know. <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> but, uh, we've got the tools now. You mentioned ideally, as always, we'd scan at six hundred DPI at least. Yep. Yes. And prefer, you know, a real good camera rather than just the phone camera. But again, phone is better than nothing, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And we all. You know, in the in the bigger picture, in the bigger context of photo management, this can be like a separate project, I think. You know, we've Absolutely. got printed photos, digital photos, and we've got hard work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it really can be.
1: And you know, some kids and adults are prolific with their artwork. You know, they mm-hmm. can they can churn out, you know, hundreds in a year <laughs> yeah. of all kinds of different, you know, scraps yes. and books and and if, and even just jumping into, you know, we've talked a little bit about loose artwork. Some people also have mm-hmm. their artwork in, um, in binders or a spiral book or something like that. Yeah. Um. You know, just the just sort of broaden your thought as to as to this in this topic of art. Yeah. Because I think it's really, um, such a statement of you know someone's expression yeah and you know to be able to capture them like that. so just with the spiral binds, you know, when you're scanning it, don't get the spiral in because you're just gonna crop it out later. So yeah,
0: you know, yeah. just
1: if you're taking a photo of that, just be mindful of um, you know what you could use that for mm. um, in you know when you're doing something to mm. to display that digital piece. Mm. But yeah, there's so many there's so many different types of forms of artwork.
0: Yeah, we haven't about. really mentioned the 3D pieces so much yet. So you mentioned the light box before, so this is where that would come in as well. If yeah, you've got like definitely launches and stuff like that. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then obviously we can't
1: use um flatbeds for that. So you really mm. do have to go into either someone who's going to use a camera scanning who's got a camera or your phone camera.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but the light boxes then will just be a setup so it's all surrounded um protected you don't have mm-hmm. the background as a distraction um and you get the whole thing so you, the kids make mm-hmm. some amazing pieces mm-hmm. <laughs> that um i'm really very creative and they're beautiful mm, and they are. yeah we just encourage you. you can make your own just sort of Again, get yourself some cardboard and put three sides around it and pop it in on, you know, a mm. flat surface in there and it just stops from the distraction and the light coming in as well. Mm. So there's some, you know, you can just do some homemade or just do a Google search on different types of homemade light boxes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it's it's definitely worth doing that so that you can um, capture the whole piece. Mm. So, have you used them yourself? Have you? Have you no,
0: that? I don't have a light box. I was contemplating to get one, but that was just um, at a point in time where the kids actually stopped bringing home so much hard work. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's like there was so much during like preschool age there was yep. tons of artwork work coming home and then it became a bit less during the primary school years and it you know became fewer and fewer pieces that came home and now that they're in high school there's nothing coming home <laughs> and yep. they're not you know some people keep going obviously in their private life and and are creative and and do things but not my kids. So yeah. (laughs) The problem sort of, you know, dissolved by itself. (laughs) Disappeared by itself. So I didn't end up buying one and I took photos of the 3D artwork that came home but I always struggled really, really badly to to take good shots of these things because, you know, I I will find a good shelf to put it on and then try and take the picture and then I realise there's a shadow that doesn't – it just is not work. It's, yeah. it's really – It does a take a little bit more
1: effort to mm-hmm. set that up. Mm-hmm. Um, And, again, I think it's, you know, if – like we're saying, find a space outside, use mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, a cardboard or board or, or even just a, a white sheet mm-hmm. or something like that, mm-hmm. just something – um, that you can, you know, keep using each time you take the photo mm. of the artwork, just find a corner in the house, like something where you go to take each time you've you've got yes. that there so then it's yeah. easier to, um, to just remove those yeah. and get creative in Photoshop if you want to yeah. and things
0: like that. So. <laughs> I think it's also a matter of, you know, what's the purpose behind it. Some people, mm. and I actually quite like that idea, I never did it, um, I read about that idea too late but some people take a picture of their child holding the artwork in question. Nice. And I quite yes. like that too. So it's what do you want to do with the scan eventually? Do you want to do a photo book or use it for other stuff or, yeah, do you want um, a photo in your annual book of your child holding that special piece, something, you know, yep. maybe to think about as well and it doesn't yeah. have to be perfect um yeah yeah, yeah. and
1: just along that lines I just uh just had a thought about that this it sort of extends into any other sort of schoolwork that is mm. really precious to them so um one of my daughters he, you know loves to. she's a beautiful artist and, and draws and mm-hmm. the other one's really great with words and so she's written some beautiful stories and poems and things like that so
0: mm-hmm.
1: It can really be the same type of thing to scan mm-hmm. that and use um, use that expressive piece as you would a photo. It's something which is uh, is memorable and meaningful um Mm. and so that's where that's where we're really coming from aren't we with this you know Mm -hmm. we're considering it obviously you know with photo organizing it's not a photo but we create it to be a photo by making it digital (laughs) 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 um and so and so then like with anything that you can then use so you're talking about putting it in photo books and you know yeah you know, all different types of things, but yeah, it could extend into um, a you know a beautiful written piece that someone's done as well. So, right. I don't know, just use this sort of when you're listening to the podcast, just think of um, some other types of things that you think, oh, maybe I might include that in my sort of collection mm. of memorabilia mm-hmm. um, to bring along the way and and include in in your collection of stuff. Mm. Awesome collections, like you've mentioned before, this could be a hub on its own. So just jumping into now to the organizing part of our of our artwork or or different pieces mm-hmm. that we're we're referencing. Um, we could use that as um, say within our you know our years that we're putting into our own hub that you've you know we've all mm-hmm. talked about for our, our golden rule number three, creating a hub. Mm. Um, but really, Chantelle, you, you could do this all on its own. Again, yeah. it's it's just a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about having work photos and things like that, um, either on a hub, you know, on its own in a hub mm-hmm. or within and throughout your own, you know, one hub. Yeah. Um, it definitely could be the same. And mm-hmm. this could be a whole project on its own. Um, what kind of keywords and things like that would you say, or how would that look if you were if you were organising that for somebody?
0: Um, I would definitely add the name of the creator as a keyword, so we know mm-hmm. who made it, and definitely the year, um, because don't forget when we digitise things, of course, it doesn't have. The capture date of when the work was created. It has the capture date of when you took the photo. So, yep. of course, you can adjust that manually if you want to go and do that. That's not the problem. But I would still honestly actually add it as a keyword mm-hmm. and possibly other information, you know, that whatever you think might work for you in terms of what would you go and search for? Would you go and search for sculpture? Or would you go and search for, you know, a watercolour painting or something like that? These these all these different categories um, Mm. that could go into keywords or even into description. If there is a little story behind a a specific artwork, um, why not put a few sentences into the description field in the digital world? to add that story or in the caption, and if it's only like a short description, it could also go in the caption field. And yep. as soon as you've got that information in there, you've made the file searchable. Yep. So, you know, it seems like that I would put in. Um, yep. And you just actually, I totally forgot about that. My One of my grandfathers, he was an artist. He mm-hmm. painted... Uh, that was his profession. So he made a living. Um, it was not just a hobby. <laughs> so mm-hmm. in his life, he has produced hundreds and thousands of paintings, mostly oil paintings. And they, mm-hmm. um, we still get from, you know, um, diseased estates, our family still gets people to contact us and say, oh, we found a painting in that estate by him And sometimes they want to sell it back to us or just find out what they can do with it and whatnot. And we have a few, obviously, still in the family collection. And at one point, we did go through the the whole project and created a new catalogue and took pictures of all these paintings. And he also did a few sculptures and things like that. So it's a whole catalogue. And as you said before... This would be a good example. This can, you know, this wouldn't live in, like, the normal digital photo hub. That would be totally separate, Um, like what we said with work photos. So if you choose to keep them separate, it could just be a totally separate folder or artwork, and everything is in there. And, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So that would make sense. Um, yeah. But it doesn't yep. have to be, you know, a profession. It can be yeah. for anybody who's got lots of um, artwork um, yep. to keep that separate and to use really good keywords and, um, you know, uh, metadata, adding metadata to their file so you can find things
1: yeah exactly yeah. yep what materials were used mm. and different techniques that yeah. are used and yeah.
0: maybe even you know when i think of how do or what metadata or keywords stuff do let me put that there, what <laughs> what keywords ph- photographers use to add to their photos so this right. can be so many different things like What you said, materials, it can even be a colour or, you know. Absolutely. Not just who's done it and when. Beautiful. There's so many. Or the subjects, you know, tree or woman, child, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Still life. There's so many different things you can use. So is that pretty much what you do as well with the, the keywords and metadata for scanned artwork or how do you manage it? Yeah,
1: same kind of thing. I actually haven't, um, I guess, done, like for me, I've just done the main thing, which whose child it is, uh, like who it belongs to, (laughs) who who created it, Um, and the year, the year that it was done. Um, I haven't gone into different things about the materials and techniques Mm. and things like that for previous years, but now I am doing that with my older daughter because um, she is definitely finding a very particular style and um, materials that Mm. she uses. And Mm -hmm. she now is having actually art lessons, and so they do use a lot of different types of things. So that is something I'm Mm. now using, but I haven't in Mm. previous years. Yeah, that's good with the organizing for the digital. Mm -hmm. So as far as the actual organizing of the um, actual pieces, Mm -hmm. what are some of the options that you would suggest for that people think about as far as, you know, just what to do with their work? Mm. Once they've taken a and made a digital copy, mm-hmm.
0: Well, first of all, you probably don't need to scan every single piece, possibly. <laughs> but um, and even yeah. once you scan them, so, some choose to throw them out after that. Um, that's one option. <laughs> um, and it might have yeah. to be an option, especially if there is so many, you can't possibly keep them all or you know, uh, I mean, Flat artwork, that's one thing you might be able to keep a bit more, but with 3D, that can mm. be quite <laughs> overwhelming and big and space yep. consuming. Um, so some people do choose to throw things out, it's not my necessarily mm. not my preferred one because it hurts. <laughs> I feel it's like oh, yeah, but um, yeah, you could put them in portfolios, that's what I did with the. I mean, yes. that's how the, how the staff came home from school. So every year they sent, sent them home yes. in one of these cardboard sort of thing, portfolios. Carry portfolio. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the year when that came home, I would take pictures. So use the camera scanning and mm-hmm. put them back into the the portfolio some I might have kept out to display for a while but then put them back that that was their archive Mm -hmm. basically and what they had produced at home during the same year I would also put into that portfolio so that I would have one per year per child and then lay that flat um or if it needs to stand at least make sure that it can't sort of drop and and then because things will get bent really quickly so it needs to stand mm, up right absolutely really. yeah but yeah. there's other options um like boxes um yep what else is there yeah look, and I think um you know
1: we've talked about archival boxes before mm. for for certain types of you know photos, and the same thing you can use that um just with different type of um, you know wrapping materials and you know for delicate pieces and things mm-hmm. like that. So there's definitely a whole area of um preservation for things that yeah. are available. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do the same. I haven't had too many cr- large pieces. I've got a few this year that I will definitely take photos of and I won't keep mm-hmm. um, but I want to capture.
0: Yes.
1: But there's one or two pieces that are large and, well, they're, they're not so much large, it's just cumbersome. It's not flat that I can put in the portfolio Yay. that I, I'm, yeah. I'm keeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. so it's just a separate box for that and just with some um, some tissue paper around it to, mm-hmm. because they're delicate and special. Mm. So, yeah. Awesome. So there's a few different options there. Mm. But, yes, throwing out or not keeping artwork is, is definitely an option mm. for people mm. I would say instead of throwing them out we have some ideas yeah. that
0: people could use that's Don't all <laughs> yeah that's our sort of last chapter in this podcast today it's about yes. creative exactly. displaying or reusing or however you want to call yes. it <laughs> so what I personally did yep. and I really like that idea still <laughs> um especially when they were still in preschool and you know where they create tons of artwork and and papers coming home that have it's really abstract (laughs) they when they're so young Mm. that they don't even you know attempt to draw a tree or people or a house or something it's just like basically paint on a piece of paper so what i would just creative yeah yeah what i would do is these i wouldn't even even scan them normally but i would keep them and use them as gift wrapping paper
1: wonderful idea Mm. so i think it's great it's a very personal touch and i mean even still i will ask sometimes if i don't have wrapping paper yeah I will grab some um, some plain paper mm-hmm. and just say, "Guys, go for something creative, please, for me." <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will have them make something up. And I still do that because you know, I mean, they actually enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but and that's for the purpose of actually wrapping something up yes. <laughs> that I want to make a little bit more creative. Um, and. And yeah, but but even just the pieces that they've used, I think it's a beautiful way to yeah. to present a gift to somebody
0: hmm. in
1: some of my main wrapping paper. Yeah. So absolutely. What other things? Um, you had some great ideas that you had on one of your blog posts. What can you just go through some of those other yeah.
0: options
1: that you, you would suggest as well that you could use it for? The original piece we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the
0: original piece we're talking about. So another idea is to to fold These paper boxes with the artwork, you know, obviously it wouldn't give you a very big box in most cases. (laughs) But, um, yeah, why not? You know, these little square boxes that you fold, and we all did that, I'm sure, at school we we learned how to do that. Not that I can still do it, but, you know, what have you got Google (laughs) for, right? (laughs) Exactly, YouTube. (laughs) And they make really good... Yeah, you know, again, it's personal. Um, I've also used artwork. Sometimes then I would just, you know, cut out a piece and glue that on the front of a card. So, mm. again, you've got a yep. personalised card, something fun, and, it's, you know, obviously, especially grandparents, godparents, and, and um People that are close to the kids, they would love something like that. It's much nicer than a board card, obviously. Um, Yeah. And another thing I came across that I actually did one year, you know, I don't know whether it's the custom everywhere, but when kids have birthday parties, they tend to give the people who come to the party a lolly bag before they leave, yes the, the reason I mention it is because that was so novel to me when I moved to Australia because that's not done in Switzerland or at least it wasn't at the time uh, when we left uh. and it was like why why do I give something to, you know wow <laughs> <laughs> so um, I had to get used to that tradition so to make uh to actually fold and make your own little lolly bag with a piece of artwork could be an option too what a great idea What is the gift bag i mean it doesn't have to be a lolly bag but yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes
0: we've stood away from the lolly bags these days. yeah i know well, not
1: everyone but yeah. yeah just making or giving something but yeah yeah um yeah they're great ideas Mm. um and and we also just want to say once you've got in this area of sort of a creative display of the artwork we're talking about the actual piece of art that that has been created and Mm. then now we just want to give some ideas uh about what to do with the digital copy of the Mm -hmm. artwork that you've taken yeah. So there's no limit really here. It's anything that you would have used a, a scanned photo or a digital photo and created. You can do exactly the same with these beautiful pieces of artwork that mm. you have taken the time and effort to to create a digital file with. So there really is no limit. I mean, for gifts and to to make mm. a book, a photo book of of its own, just just of the artwork, yeah. um, you could include it throughout a yearbook. Mm-hmm. You could have it even as the background of a of a of a yearbook, and so you've still got the photos over the top, but the background mm-hmm. piece, instead of just a white, you know, or color on the background of the page. It could be the artwork.
0: Totally. Mm.
1: Yeah, you could, um, anything printed, you know, keychains, mugs, um, any kind of gifts that you've got. Mm. Uh, one year uh, I've received, a friend of mine is, is really, really good at, at creating um, pieces and gifts for, with her son's artwork. Mm-hmm. And um, he has done some beautiful pieces and it's really uh, it's a really special because he's um, he's autistic, and so you know that's given to teachers artwork for um, like a coast you know drink coasters, which I use every night. You know when we sit down for our family dinner oh. each night, um, we have them there, and they're just mm. they're beautiful,
0: mm-hmm. and so many
1: different um, things. But if that's an annual. Mm. expectation of what we're going to get (laughs) from what he's created each year and yeah. yeah, it really has become a tradition, really. Yeah. Um. So, the, you know, the sky's the limit with the expectation on what you can actually <laughs> do or with the creativity of <laughs> what you yeah. can do with this stuff. Yeah. And, you know, some kids take literally two seconds and they've done their piece of art and some take <laughs> hours and days and, yeah. and you know, continue to work on that piece throughout yeah. a whole year. Yeah.
0: yeah. So oh, totally, yes. Mm. I like the idea of what you just said with the coast is that's that's my sort of gifts I like to make uh, something that you actually then use and that mm. you find joy in like every day you know yep. things like that. Yep. And I these are really
1: they're like a stone it's, it's they're yes. the really beautiful hard mm. um, you know a quality, yeah, quality with the cork on the bottom and yeah. you know decent size So, yeah, Yeah. they're beautiful.
0: We we have the same thing in our family in terms of expectations with the um, calendar for grandparents and godparents. So, what I started doing years ago, um, I did a calendar and it was a mix of the scanned artwork of that past year. Um, Yeah. So if it was for a grandparent, I would mix them up, you know, from each child and so I would have one month with artwork and then the next month would be photos of the kids and then another month so I was alternating. And if it was a godparent, it was only artwork from that one particular child and obviously uh, only photos of that child. So it would sort of document a little bit, um, you know, what they have experienced through the year and, and new photos and artwork. And it has become an expectation these days. It's funny how these things happen, but again, yeah. it's something, you know, they really enjoyed it. And I know for one, my mom, she, she keeps these calendars. They're very precious to um, you. Yeah. So yeah, these things are, I like. And if I can just go back to the, um, actual original artwork in terms of displaying mm. um, something just came to mind that I used to use for a little while there is a really really cool picture frame um, oh, yeah. and I forgot the name of it but it's got you can open it and you can have up to 50 A4 I think it also comes in A3 um you can sort of like clip these sheets in and so you've got a whole pile of up to 50 drawings or paintings in that one frame and if a new one comes in you just put that on top of the other rest, of the others and you, you sort of also use it as a storage or at least temporarily and it's mm-hmm. with you know lovely glass um simple frame i think it comes in white and black it's um it's really good and and it looks stylish, and it's, you know sort of looks a bit better than just pasting the artwork with blue tag on on the wall somewhere. <laughs>
1: Yeah, or um, hanging off the fridge and yeah, <laughs> you knock yeah. it every time you go in. <laughs> to the fridge.
0: But um, that's only one of the many options how you can, you know, put them up on walls or display them. I like to use Pinterest to get ideas about these sort of things. There is mm. so much creativity out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that um, that box for the artwork display mm. with the glass. I think it's great, and it just is on a hinge, so you just it's easy yes, to open. Yes, yeah. um, obviously it needs to be fixed to the wall solidly because it's got a glass front and when you're moving it around like that Mm -hmm. just to be careful but it's you know once it's affixed solidly into on Mm -hmm. on the wall then yeah they're they're fabulous I Mm -hmm. think they're a great idea and then it just keeps it all together (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and in a flat safe you know sort of area that's not going to get damaged Um, and then you can store them away yeah Mm -hmm. when it's necessary Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. Look, I think that's that's pretty much it for artwork. I think we've covered, we went through the scanning, we went through the mm-hmm. organising and then went through the creative display mm-hmm. of what to do with the actual um, uh, original pieces and also the digital pieces. So hopefully that's given everyone a bit of um, inspiration to, to You know, coming up towards the end of the year um, mm-hmm. of what to do, it's definitely been a different type of year. And so maybe not coming back from schools as much as, you know, things that kids have done at home or a whole range of different, you know, examples of, of how that mm-hmm. artwork's been collected over the time. Um people might still have boxes of this yes. <laughs> artwork that they haven't <laughs> known what to do with, and hopefully this has inspired
0: them to do something or maybe and... they have become creative during these times and and took up exactly. art online art classes or something, and that's got yes yeah. to digitize and to display now yeah you know yeah <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: Mm. So thanks so much for joining us today for another podcast. And as always, we would love to hear from you. Um, you're more than welcome to head over to our socials and just ask us any questions that you have or even post us some photos, um, pop-ups and photos of some things that you've done with your artwork. That'd be we great. Would love that. Yeah. So I am Fiona from Photo Helper.
0: And I'm Chantelle from Photos in Order. Thanks again for tuning in and happy photo organizing. See you next time.